All right, all right. Let's get one thing straight before we begin the broadcast. The Slanted Hallway does not ever attempt to do just whatever it is that is popular at any given time. We wrote tonight's episode months ago, many, many months ago, as a matter of fact, for the sole reason that we just like mountains. Now, here we are on the day of our broadcast, and what is the headline? Some dumb Englishman has summited Mount Everest. (sighs) Unbelievable. No matter, we will not change what this episode is about, and I will not change the speech I prepared to introduce it. So, let's begin. Man has long looked to the insurmountable, the impossible, the completely unachievable, as a means of attaining glory. While we may now have gained the means to fly high into the air, it is certain that we shall never enter space, never see the deepest parts of the ocean, and never, never, ever climb to the highest peaks. Yes, Mount Everest's windswept peak shall remain eternally the realms of the gods, just as Olympus was to the Greeks. But being so high, so mighty, and so godly, there are always those who think themselves fit to take their place among the modern pantheon. One such man, Edmund Hadley, explorer, adventurer, and fool, with his base camp secured, he and his assistant will attempt to do the impossible. But they they shall soon find there's more than just the weather to worry about. The Slanted Hallway presents Pirates of the Carabiner. Oliver! Oliver! Where on God's green earth are you, my boy? Here, sir. My, my. You know now is not the time for lying around. I just need some help, sir. You're not going to get any once we're up the mountain. Did you ever think of that? No, Mr. Hadley, I suppose I didn't. But, sir, if you could please move your record collection, it's crushing my lungs. Fine, if I have to do everything. There. Can you breathe any better? (coughs) A little, sir. Well, no, this, Oliver. It's only going to get harder to breathe as we make the ascent. Maybe you should have thought about that before bringing all those backs. I only brought the one, sir. The rest are all yours. Well, then it sounds like you brought one too many. I need these things to achieve and document my greatness. My instruments for proving the height of Everest, my tea kettle so I can be the first person to drink tea on top of the world, my record collection for when I get bored at night. And the fridge, sir? Well, that's for when I get peckish. Don't want to let a rumbly tummy get in the way of man's greatest achievement. It just seems a little excessive, is all, sir. Yes, it's very excessive. That's why they call it a mountain. And this one, Mount Everest is the most excessive of them all. Just look at it, Oliver. I can't see it, Mr. Hadley. Yes, the snow and the wind are obscuring it from view, but it's there, all big and climbable. 
Well, no, sir. Actually, the mountain is behind us. You're just looking off into the distance. Uh, well, uh, the, the view here is good, too. Never mind. Uh, no, never mind. Uh, every voyage has one mistake. Be thankful that was ours. Now, are you ready to head up? About that, sir. Oh, what is it? Are you scared? It's just the Sherpas here are much better at this. They're so familiar with the terrain. I think if we hired one of them to help us, we'd have an easier go of it. The Sherpas have had thousands of years to climb to the top of this thing, and they never did. What makes you think they'd be any help now? Well, not to be cruel, sir, but who's to say they did? I mean, it stands to reason that one of them must have made it up there. They have been living in the mountains a long time. Oh, Oliver, you simple, foolish, foolish, foolish boy. If the Sherpas wanted credit for climbing this behemoth, they should have started an empire, conquered a quarter of the globe, and gotten sponsored by the National Geographic Society. Until they do that... The only reasonable conclusion is that I'm the first person to even think of reaching the top. Well, actually... Oh, enough of this nonsense! Up we go! Oliver! Oliver, can you hear me? Yes. I don't... My, oh, we were fools. All of us, mostly you. No man can do this. The challenge is too great. Oliver, dear sweet child of outrageous fortune, do you still have a strength in your arms? Ah, well, yes, sir, I do. There's no need to be a hero. I don't think I can go on. The climb is too great. The mountain, too powerful. Well, sir, we can... You're going to have to... You're going... You're going to... You're going to have to eat me. I I don't... Some of my flesh and gain its nourishment. If you're lucky, you might even eat some of my indomitable will. And with that, you'll be able to summit this beast. It's only been a couple of minutes, Mr. Hardley. We can just turn around. (laughs) The path back is too long. It's certain death. I I can still see the base camp. We can just try again tomorrow. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day. Might have been better for you to have studied mountaineering rather than English literature, sir. No! All the money's in writing your biography. I don't know if you've noticed, but there aren't exactly sacks of cash scattered on mountain tops. Well, well, yes, sir, but that's only if you make it to the top. I already wrote all about it. If we don't make it, I'll just publish it as science fiction. Oh, I'm so weak. All right, then. Let's call it a day and head back down. If you're too much of a weakling to eat me, then I suppose I'll have to do it myself. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, No, you're right. You're right, Oliver. 
I suppose we can climb back down. All right, coming down. What was that? What? That, sir, in the distance. Yo! <laughs> oh my god, it can't be! What, sir? It's the Women's Auxiliary Crochet and Mountaineering Club! You don't mean... That's right, Oliver! The Sea Pirates of the Himalayas! Arr! Hello, Edmund! Turning back already? Lucy Walker, I'm surprised to see you here. There isn't any gold in these here hills. Arr! Edmund, you fool! I'm after the most precious booty of them all! And what is that exactly? Prestige! Once I've summoned Everest, I'll be rolling in ducats! Uh, a pirate to the very end? You've come to plunder my royalties, is that it? Edmund, once I'm at the top of Everest, they'll be rightfully mine, and your whole life story will be nothing more than an infringement on my copyright. Who will be the pirate then? Well... It was nice to chat, Hadley. See you on the way down. Yar! Yeah, well, you won't. You, you can't. You... you uh, uh, uh. Still feel like heading back to base camp, sir? Never. No. No, we must be the first up. Had I known they'd issue more than one permit... I'd have never let you talk me into going back down. All right, and strap back in, sir. Uh, you yellow-bellied cannibal, there's no time. Just climb and I'll be hoisted along. And so the stage is set. Not for conquest, but for competition. See how much more exciting this is than the real news? In our world, it was just one guy, by himself, scooting along at whatever pace he felt like. Now there's drama, there's action, there's prestige at stake. This is a good story and a far better one than the thing that actually happened. Will Edmund and Oliver summit first, or will they be thwarted by the mountain pirates or whatever it is? The story continues. All right, sir, pulling you up. Uh, gently, gently, I am precious cargo. <sighs> All right, stop, stop. Take my picture as I summit this section. Get my good side. I'm going to use this for the about the author section of my book. It's a wonderful picture, sir. Mm, yes, indeed it is. The photo of the first human to ever summit dead man's step. Wasn't as hard as the name implies. Well, the other corpses did make it a lot easier. They did, it's true. Unless a man would give credit to their sacrifice. But I know it's my own ingenuity. A marvel, sir. Indeed it is. From here, it looks like we've got a pretty straight shot for the next few hundred feet. What comes after it? Well, sir, no one knows. Oh, ridiculous. Give me that map. Oh. Oh my goodness, you're right. Oh, this this whole section is completely blank except for a few sea monsters. It's a terrifying prospect, sir, to venture into the unknown. Unknown? Unknown? What in the world are you talking about? 
We're standing on Hadley's Ridge. Yeah, let me just make it official. About how far would you say it is to the next cliff face? It's hard to say, sir. The snowdrifts are obscuring it. Well, the three pinnacles are about a thousand feet. So we'll call Hadley's Ridge mm, 5,000. That seems good to me. And they end at... Hadley's Cliff? No, 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 no. no. I don't want to come off as full of myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe... Aha! Edmund's Triumph! Perfect. Let's get going. You know, this mountaineering is pretty easy on these straight paths. It certainly goes a little quicker, but it feels like the air is getting thinner. Do you think we should start using the oxygen? Oh, absolutely. I've been on it since we left base camp. But, but we need them for the summit. I'm sure there will be enough. I've only gone through it in five or six bottles. You're hardy, swarthy even. You don't need anything. Sir, can I be frank for a moment? It's your thing, Frank. What's on your mind? I think so. And I really hate to say it. But I don't think you cut out for this. Well, Frank. That hurts me very deeply. I'm glad my travelling companion Oliver didn't say that. Because if he had... I'd have pushed him right off this narrow cliff and laughed as he tumbled to his death. Now, are you all done being frank? Or do I need to start getting pushy? Understood, Arthur. I'm all done being frank. That's good to hear, Oliver, because believe me, they'd never find your body. Keep it moving. Is there something up ahead, sir? No, no, it's just... Just a mirage. No, sir. Look, look right up ahead. Yeah, yes, I see the movie theater too, but I'm telling you it's a mirage. I mean that flag, sir. It's the real deal. Explorers say the genuine article. I know you're not the best at this, but the least you could do is pick up on the lingo. Fine, whatever. Genuine article here. Yes, it looks like you're right. A black flag with a skull and pickaxe. Hmm, well, it could mean anything. I think it's... Yes, I know where you're headed, but the Soviets use a sickle, not a pickaxe. They are similar, but distinct, you plod. It's like comparing apples and uh, some other kind of apple. It could be the she-pirates. That would explain the phrase girl power being ridden across the bottom. Oh, and look, there's a note. I hope you're enjoying your time on Walker's Ridge. I know I did. Within the next few hours, I'll be up and over the North Pass. You know what comes after that, don't you? I can hear you just fine. There's no need for a megaphone. Oh, sorry. I figured it would motivate you. Why bother even writing the note if you were just going to wait for me here? I thought it added some much-needed flair to your failure. Failure? I'll show you, and it's... It's Hadley's Ridge. I named it. Sure you did. We'll see whose name sticks when we make it to base camp. Ta! Ta? You can't ta me. The only thing you should be tying is your chances of making it to the summit first, you old... 
I don't think she can hear you, sir. She's already so far away. Maybe. Maybe not. And I don't really think insulting her gets us any closer to the summit, Edmund. No, but it does make me feel really good when I lash out at somebody. I've noticed that, sir. Yes, pigs like you are rather perceptive. Well, anyway, North Face, eh? Yes, sir. Sounds like you and she planned out the same route. Which means if we carry on, she'll almost certainly beat us to the top. Not if we work through the line. Yes, but if I don't get enough sleep, my face will be all puffy for the photo op. We'll need to make a change in plans. One is bold and unpredictable and daring and handsome as I am. Sir, really, the North Face is the safest. It's our best chance. Our best chance at second place? No. No, the southern route is the only way. But it's a death trap. Maybe it is. Maybe we'll never see the peak of Everest, but know this, Oliver. There's only one thing the book-buying public loves more than a triumph, and that's a tragedy. (coughs) The bold sacrifice of a hero is worth a thousand victories. Like the Spartans in Thermopylae. Yes. Yes. Or the Roman in the Teutoburg Forest. I just need to know one thing, Oliver. Do you want to go down in history? I didn't even want to go up this mountain. Well, you're here now. So what'll it be? Summit or sacrifice? Do you want to be remembered forever? There's no other way. Truly. It's the only way, Oliver. We've come too far to fall a few hours short of greatness. There's no convincing you otherwise, is there, sir? I'm so hopped up on my own glory, not even God himself could stop me with a dozen of well-timed avalanches. Well, how about that, eh? Dozens of well-timed avalanches creating a sort of a... Well, well, it's a nearly perfect staircase right to the top. Oliver? Oliver? Aren't you going to comment on the brilliance of the plan? Hello, Oliver? My boy! My boy! Whatever is the matter with you? This is no time for childish games. But we never finished this round of Monopoly, sir. And as I said to you before we left, we'll finish after the summit. (coughs) That's the thing, sir. I don't think I'm going to make the summit. Oh, don't be ridiculous. We can practically reach out and grab it. We're closer than any man has ever been before. We can't give up now. Yes, sir. It's so thin, I can hardly breathe. Well, then put on an oxygen mask like me. We planned for all of this. You've used so many of the tanks. Oh, great. So now everything's my fault. There are plenty of tanks. But you've used them all up. But they're still there. They're empty. I am going to die. I need oxygen. Fine. Here. What? Take the mask and breathe. Sir? Edmund, you do that for me? Of course. I've only made it this far because we've worked together. I'm not going to let you die here. You'd sacrifice your life just so that I might live. 
and so close to your goal. What, what, what are you talking about? It's not yours permanently. We can share. You don't, don't get any spit on it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't use it all up. Wouldn't dream of it, Mr. Hadley. Let's keep at it. That's the spirit, you little boy. I picked up off the street. Deep down, you're a good man, Mr. Hadley. And you're a very phlegmy breather, Oliver. This mask will be an ice cube tray by the time we're at the top. It's my post-nasal drip, sir. Lots of mucus. Sure, people don't like to talk to me, but I can digest a raw potato in my mouth. You know, if the world doesn't remember me for this, I can use you in a sideshow. I'm sure circuses make good money. They do, sir, but they're a lot more work than writing a book. Now you're thinking like an explorer. Onward, sir, to the last great frontier of mine. Hi, that's pretty good. I've learned a lot from watching you. Indeed you have. Who knows? Maybe someday you too will be a great adventurer, traversing the great unknown, the darkest jungles, the lowest points of the sea, terror incognita, as it were. Have we started heading down, sir? My yes, I think we have. How did that happen? We must have crossed over the top. My word, look at that, we have! Whoops! All right, we'll get the camera ready. On it, sir. How do I look? Like a hero. I guess that's fine. I was aiming for God, but I'll settle for hero. All right, hold still now. I'll just take the damn thing. Oh, well, your eyes are closed, but I think it'll be all right. Who will really notice? So this is it, then? The top of the world? Looks like it. Pardon me for saying it, but it feels a little... Underwhelming. Yeah. Well, you've seen the top of one hill, you've seen them all. That's just the way it goes. And no sign of Miss Lucy Walker anywhere. You're right. Maybe we really did beat her. Did you bring the flag? Of course, sir. Here you are. All right. (laughs) I claim this spot for Sir Edmund Hadley. Oh, I'm going to tear up. The first person to ever summit Everest. May his glory live long after he dies. And may he die at a very, very old age. Beautiful. I thought so. What now, sir? I, um, I guess, I guess we head back down. After you, sir. Mr. Hadley, the paper's here. That's Sir Edmund now. Of course, Sir Edmund, my apologies. You'd better feel sorry. Some women in a tiara swung a sword around my head and that makes me better than just about everyone. Hand me the paper. My. Yes. Oh, yes, this is, this is perfect, Sir Edmund Hadley, explorer, adventurer, and author. The first man to summit Mount Walker. My. And I mean, that must be some kind of typo. <laughs> Nevertheless, that's a marvelous headline, if you'd ask me. I thought so, too. A little odd they didn't include a photo, don't you think? 
And this layout, it looks nothing like the front page. That's because it isn't, sir. It's, it's page three. Page three. Page three. For the most important achievement in the history of man, what in God's name could have possibly made the front page? Well... Give it here, you greasy little peon. What are you holding back from me? Oh my God. I... Lucy Walker, famed mountaineer, found dead near the peak of Everest? It seems the avalanches weren't as kind to her, sir. In recognition of her brave feat of daring do and her undying loyalty to her companions, the National Geographic Society can't be. It is, sir. The National Geographic Society has decided to rename Everest in her honor. It's not as bad. May the world never forget what true heroism looks like. This, this is an outrage. This is terrorism. Sir, please stop reading. Among her possessions was a mysterious note. All right, I'm going to take the paper now. Touch it, and I'll rip your eyes out, Oliver. A mysterious note reading. Have fun at the top, Edmund. But I think I've got the last laugh. And if it weren't for recent events, I would say, there you have it. There's no point in attempting to climb Everest because it doesn't really matter anyway. But I guess I can't say that. Well, anyway, tune in next week for a story that the headlines will never catch up to as we follow a young star-crossed lover's journey on the most luxurious ship ever built. Will their love survive a chance encounter with an iceberg? All will be revealed then. Thank you.